Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C., and you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I was pre-ordering the Ariana kit, and I was just checking out, and I was just, like, just hitting it all of a sudden, boom, and, like, the oh, no. music started. Oh. Did I get this done? Why are they... So, I'm trying to... Okay, shipping free. Okay, you guys, it's $60 plus tax. I, yeah, I don't know how often... If these are going to come out, like, quarterly, I could see people subscribing, but if this is a monthly thing, like, that's a lot, you know? Yeah. Um... I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it, like, depends on, like, what you're into. Like, I feel like once a month, like, a treat like that, you can do on something. But, yeah, I don't, if that's, yeah, it depends on if it's your thing. I don't know. I can't wait to see what it's like to hear somebody, you know, review it. Yeah, and I see the glasses, and the glasses look cool. So you get two glasses, you get a jigger, you get enough for four cocktails. She said it's, like, the first one, it's a tequila with strawberry powder and then yuzu syrup, agave, and then a couple drink coasters with, like, a game on them. Like a, she said truth or dare, but then she's like, I want you guys either to make out or fight. So I I don't know. I was confused. Um, And then a handcrafted playlist that she thinks goes with the experience. So, I mean, it sounds fun, and Mm -hmm. I'd like... I'd like to do the next one too, but um, I mean, I guess you're getting. It sounds like she's put a lot of thought into each piece, and I feel like if you are a fan of hers, like this is going to be awesome. You know what I mean? Like it's, I I would love that. It's so cool. Yeah. Oh, and an ice cube mold. Um. So yeah. I guess it'll be cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like the next one will be like a their favorite type of shaker or something. I don't know. We'll give it a try. We'll keep you posted. It said you guys it's pre-order now. It delivers in December. So we'll probably give some away for your guys' Christmas uh, presents. To every Everyone gets one now. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll do a giveaway. We talked about this too with um, Sandal's next show, which we got tickets for. Yay! Yay. Um, so, spe- which, okay, we got to talk about your experience, but I'm so confused why it's all the way up in Orgora Hills. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It looks like, yeah, venue change. Maybe they're trying a new vibe. I don't know. Well, yeah, one that ceiling doesn't fall down on you on, but I mean, it's cool because it's Saturday. So I'm excited about that mm-hmm. and not a Sunday night or a weekday. Um, so that'll make it a lot easier, but you know, we t- talked about a meetup. I guess we just have to make it up there or maybe sugar taco first and then go there. Um, maybe we could do the meetup at sugar taco and then at the club, um, the Valley one. Yeah. Except I for have- like dinners included with the, the, the thing too. Oh, well, yeah. Like a, I don't know, three o'clock mid afternoon dinner or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, because I, I pulled up the other uh, browser I have up right now is your favorite site, MapQuest. <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to map out how far Agora Hills was to like Sir and Tom Tom in case we all wanted to go there after. But it's just too far. It's like 
40 miles. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened after this when they all went to TomTom. Tom. Um, but that's like a five, ten minute Uber ride. This is a journey. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, to think if that's what they're going to do. Well, and especially huh. if everyone's going to be drinking, like that's, yeah, that's a big Uber ride for sure. Yeah. Like, I'd rather just stay there, but then if they're going to, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So how, you guys, if you weren't following us on Instagram and in the Facebook group, you should, because you would have seen Holly go live, go, go live a lot, because she took one for the team and went to Sandoval's show Sunday night. So tell us about that. Okay, yes. So um, Sarah and I talked about it and, you know, she was like, I can't go. Like, is there any way you can go or Chad can go with you or you could bring someone? And one of my other friends was like out of town, like the other ones that were busy, whatever. I had no friends. Okay. So um, and Chad was watching the kids. My parents couldn't watch them late, but he, he actually wanted to go. I think he will go to the next one. So that'll be fun if you're coming to meet up with us there. Chad will be there. But, um, so anyways, Ronnie had like a huge dance competition that day. Like I was up at four in the morning and I got, we got home at like, I don't know, I want to say like three, I literally laid down, took a power nap till four. And I was like, Chad, it's like, don't go, just forget it. Like, it's not even going to be, don't go Don't you know, I'm like, no, I have to do this. I have to do this. Oh my God. And so I'm like, I get in the car and, um, you know, I That's turn on the worse. I turn on the new Taylor Swift. Um, you know, all of her recordings of her own music, and it was it was cool. So I drove up there, found parking, and so I get there, you guys, and like no one, like it's empty. Like there's, I go down like this empty alley to enter into the facility or whatever, and um, there's these two guys standing at like they each have like little podiums, like a host stand. And so they're like, hello, what are you here for? And I said, oh, well, I'm here for the um, Sandoval show. Like, do you guys have any tickets that you're selling at the door? You said that you might be doing that. And they're like, no, we're sold out. And I said, okay, then I'm here for the other show. Um, My name's on the list. (laughs) And so um, I give them my name, get in and everything. You had to show a vaccination card, got in. And then um, the guy was like, look, if you want to hang out, out here like I can let you know if people don't show up to his show and I'll let you in so I was like okay that's cool so I go into my so there's like two doors and like the guys are standing right there so I couldn't like just like launch into the other one it was kind of like and I was the only one like it's not like there was people outside or anything it was like super awkward so I go into my room and like no one is in there maybe like three people or something so I go to the bathroom and so I'm like okay Holly like do not panic like you didn't like it was a long drive it was like an hour and 27 minutes or something so I'm like I that's more awkward when no one's in there it's yes because like it, it's like be packed so yeah. Can, yeah and then like I wanted to wait outside but you couldn't take a drink outside so I couldn't even like get like a diet coke or something and like take it outside so I was just like okay so I went outside and did my playing on the phone trick, right? So I just leaned against like the planter and I'm like playing it cool. I'm acting like I'm like so into my phone. And um, and then like pretty much right away, Billy Lee came out for a smoke break and she, I said hi to her. I was like, hey, Billy. <laughs> and um, she just looked at me, like literally just looked at me and 
she stood right next to me though. It's not like she she wasn't like weirded out by me or anything. So that was good. But did she say hi? No. <laughs> no. But it's like all every time. But I ha- so I have another story about that too. So okay, so she's out there smoking and then um someone came out. Now I I ha- I want to show I want to show pictures of who she was talking to because I feel like you guys would know. But she was with these two Oh my god, I wonder if it was Tom's mom. Was she in town? T Sandy's mom. It looked like someone that looks like that. Like a like where I was like impressed that they were at the that the show. You know what I mean? I was like, "Oh, cool. Like this is an all ages show, you know?" Um she yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll post pictures and maybe <laughs> all ages show. Like <laughs> she looked grannyish. I'm sorry. Yes, she... we let older people in too. <laughs> but why would you go to like it was like You're such out an, a little bit? It, it was such an obnoxious show, dude. Like I was barely handling it. Like it was whatever. Okay, so um, she comes out, then she goes back in. So and pretty pretty quickly she came out again. And let's just say everybody was smoking like cigarettes and other things um and then what happened okay so then she's standing there with um some people and these two girls who these girls were like stars on my instagram live these weren't the falling down girls but these were like the, these girls were just like working it out with their dance moves right in front like it was really they, they were awesome um and they're like hey billy like we just wanted to say like we're such big fans we love this show and I've never, like, they, the girl was embarrassed to say this. Like, it's kind of embarrassing to, like, fangirl out in front of somebody. And so I could tell the girl was, like, a little bit nervous even putting herself out there to say that. But then, like, Billy just, like, looked at them and nodded instead of, like, being like, thank you so much. Like, that's so cool you watch the show. Like, where are you from or whatever. She would just... It mid smoke, like her cigarette was like puffing out, and she just nodded at them. And so then they didn't know what to do, so they like slowly backed away and went to the bathroom. But it was, it was so weird. That's like the first note that I wrote was like her. She's so awkward in her interaction with people. Um, nice. Like we had it when we were there with Rachel, who introduced us to her after we've already met her what nine times. Mm-hmm. Who, but like here, okay, now you're you're safe you're with your friend Jeremy and his girlfriend and they are saying hey this is uh, Sarah and Holly our friends and she still was like I you know what I actually (laughs) feel like a lot better about it now because that's just like I mean maybe yeah that's just how she is which cool you know like everybody handles themselves differently but it was I guess it was I was kind of like hmm well I guess she that's just like her her thing so then, I mean, I know she likes to dis- dissociate herself from the show because she had such a bad experience. So I could understand why she didn't really react but, much to but those, those girls gr- saying that. Yeah, but they're like literally saying they're a fan of hers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't like deny. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I was like panicking. Um, I, I think this is when I started texting you. I was like, dude, I'm I'm not in. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, so then. Ariana comes out and she comes out with um, Brad by Brad and Billy Lee and like two other people and 
I'm standing there and I'm like, oh my god. And like she they came they come right by me and I'm trying just to like play it cool to act like I'm just like standing there because I wanted to just listen. Like I, I didn't really need to talk to them or whatever. And then Ariana's like, hey, I know you. And I was like, oh, so I'm like, hi. <laughs> like it was so, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm so grateful that Ariana brought me into the circle because I mean how awesome is that but at the same time I like literally wanted to die you know um so then she's standing there and I was like Brad weren't you literally just in Hawaii like how are you here um because yeah. Sarah, Sarah and I were talking about that I was watching his stories and um so they started talking about Hawaii and he said he had like this great trip and everything and then um he was talking about where he stayed he, that he was staying at the Royal Hawaiian and then um, Ariana goes, that's funny. That's the same hotel that we all stayed at on the cast trip when Jax got busted for stealing the sunglasses. Um, and then she was t- she was telling more stuff about when he stole the sunglasses, about how it was like one of the only times that the cast was able to extend a trip, a cash trip. Um, and they were able to spend a little bit more time in Hawaii and everybody else chose to just stay at that hotel, but her and Tom got a Jeep and they went to like, go see like Turtle Bay and stuff. Um, I don't know. So just like a little fact there. And then, um, so she started finishing her cigarette and she, she, I was like, well, I'm like, Ariana, to tell you the truth, I'm out here because, um, I have a ticket to the other room because this one sold out and I came all the way down here for our listeners, you know, to give them the scoop. And, and she's like, oh, she's like, oh my God, like so many people have contacted Tom to be like, we didn't get tickets. Can you get us in? And he's like, there's nothing I can do. I can't get you in. So she tried to be like cool about it, you know, to like uh, be like, sorry, like I can't get you in. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't expect you to get me in. I'm just, you know, telling you why I'm standing out here like this. And so she's like, okay, like maybe I'll see you on my next smoke break. So I was like, okay, bye. And she went in and then um, I waited and waited and like I kept on thinking like, should I just storm the door? Because the guys, their backs were to me at this point and like I probably could have done it. So I was getting ready to work up the nerve. And then these two guys walk up to the podium and they're like, yeah, um, can we get two? And the guy's like, well, is your, do you have your, is your name on the list? And he's like, no. And they're like, okay, it's $20. They pay $20 and they let them into the, into the room I wanted to go into. So, so I marched my, I, like I was like okay Holly like don't care and out be I, I was trying to be cool you know what I mean like I was following the rules I didn't sneak in like I thought I was being respectful and cool and so I walked up there and I was like hey man I saw you just let those two guys in you let them pay money I offered to pay money to get in there uh, to buy an additional ticket I'm like can I just go in there for a little bit I'm not gonna stay the whole time like I just want to see what's going on and he's like He's like, well, it's oversold, but yeah, I guess you can go in for a little. So anyways, I get in and um, right away, I mean, this was like the awesome part about being alone. You know, like when you're with someone, it's kind of hard to like move around. Being by myself and uncomfortable, I was wearing all black and I just moved right through that crowd, pushed myself right up to the front and I found this awesome spot in the corner and got to witness it all. So um I see a lot of comments in the group about people saying that, like, oh, my gosh, it's so horrible, and he's so over the top, and um, I hope, Tom, I hope you don't listen to this podcast, because I I feel bad saying this, but I'm not a huge Tom Sandoval fan. I think that a lot of people know that. I, he's just not my favorite, Um, and sometimes I find him annoying, 
So I was going there, like, literally wanting to hate this show. And I don't, I'm not really, like, a band person. Like, it's just not my thing. So I was, like, kind of, like, ho-humming my way along, you know. Um, And I have to say, like, he put on a really, really good show. It was super entertaining. Again, not the type of music I like, but I was entertained. And um, the band was, like, incredible. The whole thing was, like, super cool. Um, and I ended up actually being like super happy that I went because it was just like, uh, it was cool to watch and to, and I liked, you know, seeing you guys on Facebook or, um, Instagram live, like getting into it and stuff too. So I actually really enjoyed myself and that like really surprises me. So, um, it did look fun. Like it, I agree. I think when I first joined your live and I joined Ariana's and I joined, uh, like James Hersack, um, I thought, oh, here he is again, being over the top. It's too much. He's trying way too hard to be like, so. But then, as you know, because you were filming the whole time, I'm like, but it actually looked fun, and people were dancing. And you said Ariana was worried about people, like yeah, maybe oh, just that, that yeah, that was the other thing. So right uh, before he started, um, I I did miss the whole DJ James set, but. Um, a lot of people were coming out during that and like people were not going in to watch his thing because they were waiting for Sandoval only like they weren't into the DJ set um I mean some people other people did not come out so they were in there the whole time but there was definitely some people that weren't into it and um I don't know what the vibe was for that but when I was talking to Ariana she was like I'm really worried about the vibe in there if people are just going to be like you know in LA people can be a-holes and just stand there and like look around and I was worried about that too because I was like what if he's going to play like these weird songs that like nobody knows or he's getting too into it and nobody knows what to do but that it really wasn't the case and it was really thanks to his band and like how much effort they were bringing behind him like I, I don't know like I, it was it was the whole thing for sure and the the fact that the ceiling fell down kind of gave it like a cool like like something was happening you know what I mean like it, it actually made it like a little more exciting um, yeah you got the video I was able to get screenshots from a couple different places of her of the ceiling falling down on Ariana and her like catching yeah, chunks of it, it was yeah it was it. really frustrating because um i needed i needed like social media coaching because i wanted to go live so everybody could see but then i also wanted to record and take pictures but when i was live i couldn't and my arm was like stuck in one position so i wish mm. that like i could have done both and then i didn't know i i tried to save that first one which was my best live and somehow I lost it. So that was like a major bummer, but I'll have the memories in my mind. Um, <laughs> but so some of the standout moments were uh, Sandoval called Schwartz up. Schwartz kept on hanging out in the back of the bar um, where literally there was no, like the bar was completely empty and everybody was like up in the front of the room. So when I walked to leave, my phone died, so I had to leave. He was back there like just vibing with somebody but like he was like totally out of the he did not want to be in in with the group like James Raquel Ariana um all those people were up in the very very front and they didn't move because I actually couldn't even get to them I tried a couple times to get over to them and there were some definitely some big big T Sandy fans there because I couldn't get around them um so that that was funny to see too 
Did you say it was like a uniform of all the LA girls who were all on the same thing, like thigh high boots and like the long shirt dress? Yes, I could. I was like, I, it's I, Sheena. I texted um, Sarah and I was like, dude, like I guess I missed like the boot memo. I mean, there was there was like the a bunch, almost everyone had on like the thigh high boots and then lots of Chelsea boots, um, but everyone in like kind of you know their going out outfit with boots. So, um, I mean, I get it. It's boot season, but... Um, yeah, I, I, it's 95. I, it's fall. Yeah, it's 95. Yeah, so I was just laughing. I was like, that's funny. Yeah, and that day it was 95. Yeah, it was hotter than heck. And in Hollywood, it had to be so hot. And it was so... I, I thought, like, I I don't use going into Navy SEAL mode lightly. Like, that means that it's, like, something you know yeah. what what it means so it was not at that level but it was i was almost there where it was so hot and my arm was up and like and then i'm battling these girls who were like falling into me just hammered there's like broken glass on the ground this one girl was in her socks and um i was standing right next to the, like um Sandoval's photographer who was like doing all the that stuff and the girls kept knocking into like the tripod and it was yeah, just, I got that part on your live yeah oh, I felt like they were having the time of their lives but um it, it was rough and the funny thing was uh, during the intermission when um T. Sandy did a costume change. These girls, you know, they worked up the nerve to go ask James for a photo. And I have to say, he was a very good sport. A lot of people asked him for a photo, and he said yes every time. And Raquel got in the picture every time, too. She was kind of acting a little shy, but um, she was there. And so these girls go up, and they're like, can we have a picture? You know, I mean, just hammered. And he was, like, a little bit annoyed. They were trying to, like, grab onto him and everything. But it was just funny to watch him. Like, he did it. He did it. But I got a video of that, too. And, Heather, I have a ton more video. Um, I, I need to – maybe I'll add it into your album or something, Sarah, because I have a lot of videos, too, that I didn't post um, that are nice and clear and everything. Okay. Yeah, you guys, if you're not in the Facebook group, it's Vanderpump Rules Party. We posted some videos from that event and pictures and lots of other stuff as it happens and unfolds. So join it. Yeah, but overall, wow. like I, I felt, um, I felt it was worth it. Like anytime Sarah and I, like we take a chance on, you know, get, doing an experience that we can share with the podcast, or you know, it sucks. Like a lot of you guys don't live here in California, and then a, an event like this happens, and I feel like by going to this, like we can share with you what happened there, any behind the scenes stuff that we learn. Like it's super valuable to the podcast, and we are happy to do it. So. Um, like Sarah said, we just got tickets to the next show. They just released um, today, actually. And um, so if you guys are coming to that show, let us go. I saw that in the group, somebody's coming. Someone messaged and said that they're going to fly in from out of state and that they want to meet up. So let's let's do it. Come to the show. Yeah. It's in January, you guys. January 15th. Yes. But um, they were selling out fast. So I go there it's in T Sandoval Tom Sandoval's Instagram bio link um, also I think it's on it ended up processing through Ticketmaster so you could probably just look up Tom Sandoval and the extras yeah, um, I was I was picking up Ronnie from dance and I was like yelling at Ch I was like having Chad do it and he said he couldn't find it through Ticketmaster he had to go through that that little link so I don't maybe it's maybe they fixed it but 
Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but... Um, but yeah, this sure well, is... I guess for people not on Instagram, that's a problem. Well, email us. Maybe we can send you the link. Yeah, and the, and, and you have to enter the um, the word sterling to unlock the, the pre-sale prices, too. Right, the code. The code, so, yes, yes. Guys, email us. Yeah. VanderpumpRulesParty at gmail.com and we can try to help you but out. But we would literally love to link up with you guys. Like, I was, I was, I wanted to say so badly to the drunk girls, too, like, do you guys listen to podcasts? Like, will you come on? Like, sh- come share your experience because you guys look like they were having so much. They were so happy and so ex- like it was it was so fun. To, it was like one like one of the girls would start to fall down and the other would grab her and stop her from falling. And like it, they were they looked like really good friends and it was really cute. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> teamwork. <laughs> But yeah, so oh, I well, think thanks for going. Yeah, it was awesome. Cool. Well, would you? We joined Ariana's live today before she was watching the show along with people on the East Coast and commenting, and then she had Sheena and Brock chime in, come in, share the Instagram for a while, and then Katie was on. Raquel. Think, oh, Raquel was on. I liked when Katie and Ariana, they were talking about, oh, yeah, I love that party. Oh, I felt like I looked so nice. They were saying, you know, like, you know, sometimes that just happens. Like, they feel really good about themselves that day, and they feel like, you know, they like their hair and makeup. And then they go, and then Raquel walks in, and then you suddenly feel like a troll. <laughs> like, oh, I can see that. Like, she walked in like a walking Oscar. Like, ah. Yeah. Perfect hair, perfect dress. Um she just yeah, is just like, like super stunning like she, it's just like a a thing yeah yeah I mean and Ariana had a killer dress on too it reminded me of Belle from Gone with the Wind she's like the prostitute oh. <laughs> it was like it had that 1860s uh, it called uh, like you have a word for it uh like you just cut out. What'd you say? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello, hello. Oh, yeah. Now I can. You cut out. Yeah. You I... said like a... Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. I think I, I just said, uh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyways. Um, but yeah, I liked her dress too, but yeah. Oh, it says reconnecting. I can still hear Shoot. you. I can still hear you. Okay. Why this always happens with us. Um, okay. Well, in other news, oh, she did say when Sheena was on, Sheena was talking again about having a live podcast and like having it at Sir, probably on a See You Next Tuesday. And Ariana said she would go. So we got to be on the lookout for that because that would be fun to do as well. Mm-hmm. And in other big news, Jack's teased on his Instagram or Twitter dropping some big news today on what was it Access Hollywood yeah (laughs) so it was him and Brittany and yeah the big news was I don't know they might try to have another baby in a year or two but he's like there's just a couple things we gotta do first and the interviewer was like well what are the couple things he's like well you know he's gotta 
Shade LA. I don't think it's good to raise kids here. I want to, you know, we're probably going to move. We're probably going to move. Mm-hmm. And then the and then Brittany said, I've got some projects. I mean, we would love to be on TV again and we'll welcome any opportunities to be on TV. But I have a couple projects, but I can't talk about them yet because I don't have launch dates. Um, she's like, but my honey here, he's got some real big news. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I do. He's like, I am releasing... A children's book coming out next summer. And just then I'm like, oh, why not for Christmas? Because I've got some kids I need presents for. And I just, what a dream that would come. It would be like a real life book from Jax Taylor. Like so appropriate. It's like I, every the perfect gift. I, I can't. A children's book? Like when I heard that, I was like, you... I, I, my eyes rolled back into my head. Seriously, I was just like, "You have got to be kidding me!" Of course, of course, of course. I, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't think of it before. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously, you're getting it out for Ronnie and Daisy. I said, "Oh wait, no, it's not out till next summer." Damn it! Why does he have to like get us all excited just to like KDS? It's like, has he even started writing it? Like, why is it, why, get it out. Yeah, like, go to Kinko's, man. Yeah, hustle <laughs> it. publish on Amazon. Like, why are you announcing it if it's not far away? Like, I don't know, like, it seems like a little premature. Yeah, yeah. Like, he literally must have just, like, inked that deal, and he's like, guess what? I'm writing a children's book, you know, it's like, uh, Okay. Who who is gonna buy that? I don't know. Maybe it's next summer because they're just gonna do a huge press tour and they're just gonna sell out, be a New York Times bestseller, and just have all these signings across. Oh, can you imagine going to his signing? Ugh, fine. Jax, can I get a pair? Ugh. Well, are you gonna buy the book? Only if you buy the book. <laughs> can you imagine how he's gonna be? I mean, literally, Vanderpump Rules could be like canceled by then. Like that—that's a long time away. Yeah, and he's not even on it, so yeah. he's already got that big strike against him. Yeah, he really needs to strike while the iron is hot, and it's cooling off quickly. I mean, why didn't he write a book on like hockey, amateur hockey fans, or like, or how like, to start your own what? business selling video cameras? <laughs> I mean. He could have like a whole little barstool sports fan base over there. How to how to design a man cave? How to mow your lawn? How to take care yeah. of your pool? There you go. How I, to lie and get people to believe your lies over the people telling the truth? I mean, like I would buy that. That I would be interested in. You know what? I, like that. That's yes. something he should have. Yeah, he should have taken that angle. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's yeah. I don't know. I bet Sherry. I bet Sherry's super proud. Jax Taylor's gonna be my son-in-law. It's like, no, actually, that person doesn't exist legally. <laughs> Jax Taylor's gonna write a a book for my grandson. <laughs> Right. Oh man. You know, I've been seeing these previews, so we went through yet 
more parties and then previews for next week another party oh my gosh i i can't it's too much and how i i i I cannot believe that we went back to Villa Rosa like three times oh. and to the Belmont. It's like, okay, they're really shoving this down our throat. It's like a uh, Groundhog's Day every day. I mean, yes, I have that Villa Rosa again and then the Belmont again, but like another costume party. And you know what's wrong with all of these parties? You know who has not been at any of them? Who? Hey, Peter. Where the fuck is Peter? They, they don't, they, they blackball him? Like what? Just because he was friends with Jack doesn't mean he should get punished. Yeah. <laughs> Peter has too many projects going on right now. He's, he just, this, yeah. this is, Vanderpump Rules is just too small on his, his list. Can't be that immature to go have fun in a party. So that's, yeah, it's true. Exactly. It's just they're not in the, they're not in the restaurant. Now I did hear that because you know how we heard there's going to be all these new cast members and we sat next to them last time we were at James's thing mm-hmm. I did hear that they'll be popping up now the second half of the season and tonight is kind of an indication of that because we saw Olivia Ray we saw Jojo we saw Logan we saw well Max um, we saw some of them mm-hmm. so maybe they will slowly introduce them not that I'm excited because I'm, I'm not sold on them. From yeah, what I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how, how that would work. But I, I'm, I'm interested. We'll, see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Um, if anything else going on, I have just a few birthdays. But it, do you have anything else on what's been going on? Mm, no. Let's get into the B days. Right. Well, I guess the the biggest news over the weekend, Pandora had her son, named him Theodore. So cute. Do you think it'll be like um, Lisa will be like, "Oh, my teddy bear," even though she's already used that phrase on Teddy Mellencamp? Or do you think they'll be Theo or Dory? That's my guess. I think Teddy because the baby shower was like teddy bear themed. There was like so many okay. teddy bears, or I don't know. I, I'm thinking Teddy. Okay. All right. Well, so happy. I guess first, you count that as a birthday, like born on day. Yeah, I yeah. I think I think so. Yeah. Um, today Missy Mia turned fifty. Oh my happy gosh! Birthday. Happy birthday! On November nineteenth is. Nutritious Living's Erica R. and Jennifer Stein both have birthdays on the 19th. Awesome. Happy birthday. On November 21st, we have Katie Sparks. And that's it. Nice. For this week. So, get into the episode. Um, oh, wait. Sorry. I, 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 I do have one more comment um, regarding Ariana's live today with Katie. Did you notice that... Um, Katie, uh, I don't want to say that she was pretending to drink wine, but did you notice that she made a point to show that she was drinking wine? Um, Oh, yeah, they talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And then uh, she was drinking wine on another podcast, too, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, was it, was it, was it the sponsored wine again? 
you know, they're, they're, they're always plugging that wine. What is it called? Have you tried that? That, what is it? Aval, something, Alvaline. Oh, Aveline. Yeah. Aveline, the one that Janet uh-huh. is constantly pushing. Yeah. Um, no, I heard it was great. Oh, it's, I think Cameron Diaz is like part of owner. Oh, um, wow. No, I didn't. I, ha- I haven't heard good things about it, but I do want to try it because I'm sick of seeing it blasted all over their social media. I know. So I need to have. Yeah, you got. You need to try a it real, because you will know. True assessment. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, also didn't know that. Oh, go ahead. I didn't know there's a Vanderpump Chardonnay. When she offered that to Schwartz, I was like, I've never heard of the Vanderpump Chardonnay, so I'll have to try that too. Oh. Because I'm not a rosé fan, so I don't. I don't drink her rosé because I just don't like rosé in general. But I will try the Vanderpump Chardonnay, and I will weigh in on that as well if I can find it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hard part. Okay, sorry. Let's get into the episode. Start at Lala's and she's like, Ocean, you're about to meet James Kennedy. And so James comes in and brings her a bunny, which I think is kind of always going to be funny because now a bunny and Bravo is always going to be linked to Lisa Renna and Cameron. So he brought her a bunny and he's like, it's a bunny. Like, yes, we can see it because you didn't wrap it and it has a pink nose like well I, I guess you probably didn't need to point that out either but thank you yeah okay but then he brings her Ocean's first pair of Uggs and I got a little nostalgic here for when I got Ronnie her yes first Uggs and Daisy has worn them too like <laughs> th- those Uggs got some use man yeah that that's like the best and you gift. guys for our us for our Australian fans, I got them in Australia, in Brisbane. So, um, authentic AF. Nice. But yeah, those those were really um, cute. Yeah, they were really little. So, so cute. Um, once he gave question. So he's kind of uh, giving Lala the rundown of what happened at that party. How he, you know, the drinking games. It didn't annoy him that people were drinking, but it, the drinking games annoyed him because the cheating and the and the whatnot and and then they pan over to him finding Raquel sleeping on the floor basically like kind of upside down which I thought was funny yeah that was hilarious um yeah so and he he says that you know Raquel basically got wasted (laughs) and um and it was just funny because again like you know you guys don't really expect that from Raquel and it's cute to see when she does that um but yeah, I so that, I thought it was interesting how they paired um, James and Lala to have this conversation about her, like saying, like, does that make you uncomfortable that they're drinking around you, or, or that you know Raquel's, you know, wasted, like you know, and so he kind of opens up to her about you know what it was like, and I don't know, yeah, interesting. I mean, it would be hard, yeah, that's for sure, yeah. Um, but worse than that, then he starts opening up about how he doesn't want her to have her surgery repairs and he explains to where he's like I don't want a fiance with a botched nose he's like when I met her it wasn't and went home with her it wasn't because she was sweet and kind and patient it's because she was a six foot supermodel from California so anyways he thinks if their surgery doesn't go right again it could ruin their relationship and it's just not fair to poor James and Lala's kind of shook like I appreciated her in this scene because she also gave him good advice. She's like, um, it's not your 
you know, deal and you can't weigh in on this. It's her face. Yeah. Uh, it's like, that's not fair to me. That's just facts. Um, and he's like, I haven't done anything to my face. Like, he's just so self-absorbed that I think Raquel has very good reason to worry about how he's going to parent and like the hurtful things that could so easily come out of his mouth to his kids, you know, the, the shit he says to her, like, yeah, projects on her, like, basically, insane, like he said, yeah, I'm sure you would leave me if my nose was botched. And she's like, what? Because he thinks, because he knows, you know, it's called projection, right? He knows he would probably. So there's your red flag, Raquel. It might have glitter on it that Katie sprinkled on there, but it's still a red flag. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I felt like when this first came up, I defended James because I thought there was absolutely no way he was saying what he was saying. But I have to, again, go, gosh, darn it. Like, he, it's absolutely insane that he's making this about himself. Like, ugh, crazy. Yeah. So Not then good. on the flip side, Raquel's at Ariana's and she's talking about the, the night and how he spoke to her and it, it just seems like she walks on eggshells and uh, I I was noting to myself I'm like that's like no fucking way to live like when you have someone so vain and upset and shallow like that like just imagine how she's gonna have to live her life like is everything good enough am I perfect enough like if anything slips out of place like she's gonna be worried about how that's gonna affect him and affect their relationship I'm like God, I'm so glad I don't have to live like that. Like, I dated someone super vain, and I'm just thinking, oh my God, can you imagine? Like, that's the rest of your life, like, just tiptoeing around, like, is everything perfect? Like, oh, I want her to enjoy her life and appreciate it. You know, you know and like, not reading, I have no idea how their relationship is or whatever, but like, she always does look perfect. You know what I mean? Like, she does seem like she's, like, she definitely yeah. works. You know, to I, I yeah, I'm a little worried, but um, yeah, I I hope it. Um, Sarah, you're a big you, you like you like to have ice with your drinks, right? Like cocktails? Yes, or any drink. Oh well, like yeah, I like cold water. I don't, I'm not one of the room temperature girls that you're supposed to or girls people that you're supposed like. <laughs> um, why? No, I'm just like, because I, I have to have a cold beverage and like I love ice and I cannot stand when I don't have ice for a beverage. Like it bothers me. And um, once again, I'm seeing the freaking ice machine featured on Vanderpump Rules. Like I think Ariana went over and got her pebble ice from her little ice machine. Like she did. I, I, I want that thing. I, I wonder. The pebble ice is great. Like, you know, when you get it. So and, like, good. In a styrofoam cup, too. You it's know? like the best. It was, because it's just, yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to chew I, on it, too. Maybe yeah. that will, maybe like if you get to do like a slot tournament again, that'll be like one of the prizes or something. Oh, well, this week, oh my God, I have a story about that. Um, this week is free air fryer week, so I'm going to go and pick one up um, and re gift it as a Christmas gift. What? Yeah, so I I did go. I told you you guys that I was I grounded myself, put myself on suspension from the casino. However, last week, and it's really weird Schwartz talked about this and him and Katie at the end of today's episode, 
they were talking about $900, $900, how he won that from Randall. And, you know, he's like, well, that's not going to make break anything. But I'm like, that's so weird because I went back last week only because they were giving a $50 Walmart gift card away. Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, $50 is worth it. I could get, you know, groceries. But like, I don't really go to Walmart, but you can do it online, which is what I did. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and I ordered shit. I don't want to have to carry like detergent, water, toilet yeah. paper, big bulky shit. Stoked. So I went there and also it had a $25 dining credit, $100 free play that expired Monday. And the gift card I had to pick up Thursday. I'm like, okay, I'll knock those three things out. I and I will leave. I will do it this time. So I went, I got my gift card, I ordered my food to go and put $100 in and then used my $100 free play. And as I was doing so, I had one beer and got up to $900 and I did something I've never done in my life before. I hit that cash out button and then I actually cashed out and like, didn't just put it back in somewhere I went nice. to nice stick it out and oh I left oh my gosh that is such a win that's awesome I know I'm like what I'm like oh you can do it you do have self-control but then the amount it's like, like the exact same amount they were talking about with Katie and Tom I'm like there's something in the air last week with that number yeah last week when he won it that's crazy so, well on the show anyways so yeah Again, you know, gambling does pay, and if you just stick with it, like anything, practice that's, makes perfect. That's true. Like I always, I always, I always get mad at myself for like not pay, playing the lottery. Like if I would have consistently played the lottery for as long as I could gamble, I I may have won by now. But I always, you know, give up and stop playing. You know, I've never played. I don't even know how to buy. I a ticket or a I don't really either. I just always, I just always have the. I'm just like, what, what do I do? And they just, you know, that's probably why I've never won. <laughs> but don't feel bad because my mom has consistently done that, like Reader's Digest sweepstakes or Ad McMahon or whatever one of the old. Yeah, yeah, ones. yeah. She does it. She's done it my entire life, so probably longer than my lifespan, and she has not won. So that's BS. Yeah. So you just, you know, you never know. But some people do, you know, like, like I was watching this guy on TikTok and they're like, someone was like, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I won, I forget how much, it, like 19 million in the lottery when I was 20 or something. And I'm like, dang, like, that's crazy. Wait, don't you have to be 21? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, wouldn't that suck? You yeah. got it. And then you went like, oh, yeah, yeah that's. That happened in um, Vegas, I think, when I was like 19. I was like, you know, in there gambling because, you know, they unless you really look young, like, and you're a 19-year-old girl, you can look older. And I think I won like some kind of like, you know, little jackpot or something. But it was like enough to be like, oh shit, if they come over and catch me, like, I couldn't have done a payout, like yeah, a hand pay. You know, I think it was only something like 300 or something. But still, it's like. Ding, 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 you know. And that was like <laughs> back when the quarters. Yes. So it was really obvious. So it's like, jack, 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 and everyone's looking. And I'm like, oh, my God, if they catch me, I, I, I don't get it. I remember from my 21st birthday walking around with a bucket of coins, dude. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. And your fingers would get all like gray and oh, gross. So they'd, they'd be have little wipes. Little yeah. Towelettes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You can still get those downtown on Fremont, on Fremont Street. Um, yeah, old the casinos. school. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's kind of fun. And then you had to like, you need to change. You have to wait for the lady pushing the cart around with like rolled quarters and shit. Oh my god! Yeah, it took so long. Like I remember seeing old ladies um, playing the nickel slots, and they just like nickel, 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 <laughs> like that. I mean, what what they get to do like, and they'd sit there for all day at the same machine. I'm like, they probably only got 20 spins because it took them four hours to get all those damn nickels in there. <laughs> One by one. <laughs> what was that movie where the girl was the waitress and then the guy wins the lottery and then he takes it back and they split it or something? Remember? It was like with Helen Hunt or some something? Pay it forward. Was it? With the kid? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. The, oh. the I see dead people kid? Yes, 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 yes. That yeah, kid that kid was cute. Pay it forward. Yeah, I remember when they switched from quarter or change buckets to the tickets, but I had ne- I'd never seen it or heard of it, and I was at State Line, and you know State Line is very like people are sparsed out, like you you got to be like hello to like see another person. I was just like Buffalo Bills, and I'm um, like back, and I'm like oh my god I won, but nothing was coming out. And I'm like oh my god it's broken. I'm like how do I get someone's attention because I didn't want to leave it and have someone. Steal my money, and it was like seven or eight hundred dollars, and uh, which I was really broke at the time too, and did not have. Like I had a hundred dollars to last a week in Vegas, and that included meals and everything. <laughs> and so I had no business gambling, but I did gamble it. But it worked out. But I couldn't. I, I was like, oh my god, someone's gonna steal it. I got it. so I'm like, like seeing like a janitor sweep up, and I'm like, hello, help, help, I'm like no one's paying attention finally someone comes over and they're like uh and they're like and it out shoots this ticket i'm like what 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 is this thing oh my gosh that's stressful so funny and then remember with the quarters you would stress if you didn't have enough buckets it was just (laughs) then it was going to overflow onto the floor and you're like oh my god someone give me another bucket but you couldn't walk away because people would steal your change Oh. Very stressful. Wait, do they still have the thing where you have to like go and like pick up the phone to like um when you're out when people like are out of money they go and they pick up the phone in like the middle of the casino? What was remember the green phone? No. Oh my gosh. I just hit all the the lights on the top of the I go around and I hit like ten of them around me because they never come. So I just light them all up. I'm like, you're going to see at least 20 of these fuckers. Get over here. Like, or if you win a jackpot and you have to sit there and wait for them. Like, hello, I'd like to spend more of uh, your money here. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know about the phone, though. Yeah. Um. Oh, my gosh. So my favorite part in this scene was when Raquel said that she had um, diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Just when you think, yeah, she's perfect, she comes out with that stuff at the Belmont. She, you know, follows through, honors her bet, and now this week she gives us this jewel. I mean, I feel like they showed the montage of her eating all the food, but, I mean, diarrhea could also be from drinking, too. You know, like, sometimes the next day you're like, oh, my gosh, like, your stomach is just torn up. Yeah, well, she was drinking rosé and absinthe. That's not a great combination. Yeah. It's like 160 proof and then combined with wine, which is a totally different alcohol. Yeah. All right, so they kind of work things out, and then here it comes. Uh, Another scene with Lisa at Villarosa 
and the Toms. It's like, can we at least just get Peter at Villarosa or Joe? I don't care. But... Or even Max. Like, come uh, on. Yeah. I, I, or, I mean, I know this comes later in the episode, but Hanky and Pinky, fine. Like, sh- show us something else. Show us the animals. Or yeah. uh... Oh, you naughty swan. <laughs> Are you trying to love on me? Are you darling? Yeah, just another animal bestiality scene <laughs> would be fine. <laughs> You know, we get that later with the doggy style, but... Oh, my God. Okay, so the Toms show up wearing these freaking glasses. And, I mean, this this scene did make me laugh. And I have to say, even though we're giving Lisa a bunch of shit, I actually am enjoying her in the scenes. I know some people are, like, super over her. I don't really watch... I, I, I didn't watch any of her other stuff, so I'm still, like, kind of tickled by her. Um, mm. But it's a lot. Yeah, it's just she, she has no business hanging out with these all these people 40 years younger than her. And she's not even it's not even about their business. So she whips out her phone and she's like, what are you guys wearing? Like she takes a picture and she's like, this is my POV of you guys. And she shows them the picture and they're like, we like it. And she's like, all right, if you like it, cool. Like, let, let's move on then. And this is just where Sanimal is just being too much again. It's just... And the pictures of him promoting his show and then him on stage and then what we've seen on the show, he's trying. So, like, this, I literally, my brain went here. I had to write it down. I'm like, it's like they're trying to be Romy and Michelle. Like, yes. they think they're so funny. Yes. Like, this is what businessmen wear. And we're going to open a psychedelic bar in Hollywood, but we're businessmen, so we will look like psychedelic businessmen. Like, and they're just... It's just trying so hard. Like, or it's like when, like when, like the dumb and dumb, dumb and dumber guys, like they're like, okay, here's the plan, and they like get their little suitcase out with their little legal pad, and they're like, let's write down the instructions, you know. And it's like, uh, it's yeah. funny, but like, are we gonna keep doing that? I, I don't know. It's because they're trying to make it funny. Yes, that's we yes. talked about last week. That's yes. just not when it's funny then. So the guys go there because they have to pitch to Greg, who's going to be their partner at the new restaurant, and they just they they need Lisa's help because they want to make sure that they're putting their best foot forward, which I think was smart, and I think it's kind of a cute idea to bring her in on their new venture. It's smart, whatever. Um, but so once again T. Sandy gets going off on his ideas and like we're supposed to laugh at it but it's just uh, like I I can't even laugh at it anymore I just sit there and like I listen to it but like literally my face is just blank like I'm just like yeah it's just too much yeah and then Tom it's just all these kitschy little scenes they're little skits and they're little like when Tom does the Oh, I feel like a bond. I'm, I'm like Schwarzer pussy, and and then he does that little, you know, when they do their little sketch scenes. Uh... It's, it's just too much already, and he's trying to be all funny when he does that smirk of, like he thinks he's being coy and boyish. You, you know what it is? Is like, um, like skipping ahead to the next scene. I kind of see why Bravo. It was championing Brock because. Brock is fresh. Brock is different. And Brock is like bringing something that these guys can't because they've been on for nine seasons 
in the same cycle. So to have someone like Brock coming on, sewing and kind of stepping to Lala and maybe not being the most likable character to us viewers, it's it's what the show needed. Yeah. It's like it's just planning his jokes or his statements. And also, yeah. also kind of that the like he ha- definitely has an eagerness to please on the show. You can tell he's very excited to be on the show, and there's something about that that that's what that's kind of what Vanderpump Rules started as. Like it was these hungry actors and actresses that were working at this restaurant that wanted to make it, and and Brock's kind of giving me that vibe. Yeah, yeah. So we'll jump over there unless you had anything else to say about the. No. Okay. Um, but really, I, I guess I have something to say. I did like Lisa's um, advice, how she said, you know, let him like hit on the key points that like you're going to stay under budget and, you know, you like maybe make... know the price of things so that you can work it in the budget. Yes. <laughs> like she said, you can't be off by 900%. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's three feet in a yard, buddy. When we see that that happens later. So we go over to Sheena's apartment and um, Brock is sewing. Brock is sewing summer, summer address, which I love. And it ended up being really cute, too. I mean, again, like Brock's coming out with like that's different. You know, he's not doing a costume party. He's he has a little skill he's showing us. And um, I like the message he says too. How he's like, I want to teach my daughter how to, you know, just we don't just throw th- things away. We we can repurpose something old and make it new. Like that's a great message. Don't it, be wasteful. It really is. Um, yeah, cute. So then, do we jump to James working out with Raquel? And then we're we're jumping all over the place here because it's like James working out with Raquel, goat cheese sauce, Charlie. Um, so this was kind of a funny scene. Um, Charlie is serving some goat cheese balls and the guest is like, what kind of sauce is this? And like, totally like Lisa would have hated this if she saw this, but she's like, um, and she just kind of like runs away and she like goes behind the door and she's like, she had like a Raquel frozen moment. (laughs) Yeah. And she like Googles it and she's like, oh, she runs back. She's like, it's mango sauce. And the guy's like, okay, like I, I already figured that out by tasting it. And that's like one of the most popular items. <laughs> yes, that's funny. People that yes, cr- people critiquing are going to be like, "See, they she doesn't even really work there." I mean, she really actually does work there, but uh, as does Raquel. I mean, but it does appear like she may not. Yeah, it had been a while actually at that time. Remember, they weren't really these were fake. Yes, fake diners. So. Yes. I'm sure that was a fake scene too. So I'm sure Charlie really yeah. knows what comes on it. Because the guy looked really concerned about it. I'm like, I don't think you're concerned about the sauce. Like, if you're eating a goat cheese ball, you're he not. He also worried looked about very the familiar. Sauce. The guy looked very familiar. He did. He did. Um, and it was like he was being too serious too. I feel like he's one of their friends. Um. Yeah. I, it made me want to go to Stretch Lab though. It reminded me of getting Thai massages, and I'm like, oh. I want to go do that. Um, but James gets into it again with the, I mean, Raquel, she is just so good how she approaches him. Like I know. I, I, I wrote in my notes, like, I would like to fight with Raquel because she ends up, like, she brings winning. things up, like, so softly, like, to where, 
like you would want to make her happy with your answer. You know, like she would be such a great teacher, man. And, and he fights her, but he eventually acquiesces to every single thing she said. He's like, you're right. You're right. Like he backs down. Yeah. Even and the way she and the way it. she smiles at the end too when like she, he finally says sorry and she gets her way like it's cute but like again I'm still a little concerned because um I just hope she can always handle him like that you know what I mean but yeah. but I yeah I I really out. I really like the way she talks to him it's cool He specifically pointed out he doesn't want her to end up looking like one of those Beverly Hills moms that it's you know tweaked too much and i'm like do you think those are more mommy issues because i feel like jacqueline has is is bordering into that territory i mean i'm sure that that is what is triggering a lot of this you know he doesn't probably doesn't even realize but maybe she talked a lot about her insecurities in front of him or something and everything that she wanted to have done and that triggered him into not feeling safe that she was going to be hurt by the surgery or something i don't know it looked like i mean but clearly there's something going on there because it's just not normal to say the things that he's saying yeah that she ended it well she's like it's your job as my fiance to support me no matter what i'm like god she's good she should be like a psychologist or something yeah she really should i I mean like Every time she talks, I'm just, I'm, I'm so surprised. Like, she's so calming. Yes. (laughs) Honestly, she should do, like, some ASMR videos or something because I. Yeah. Yeah. So then we have back just briefly at Sheena's, Ariana talks about how she froze her eggs. Mm -hmm. She had 20, 26 of them, by the way. And she said, no, she hasn't changed her mind. But basically, she pretty much, a, a strong motivating factor anyways, was um, spite. To basically tell all the trolls to fuck off. You know, now you can't say, you're getting old, your eggs are going to dry up, blah, blah, blah. And I say, you go. You use spite as much as you can. I'm a big supporter of it. It works. Spite works. It's, you know, no matter if you can't get motivated, use spite. If you're pissed off, use spite. If you just, just, if nothing else works, use it. It's there. It's reliable. It's like gambling pays. Spite works. It's just my message. And I applaud Ariana for standing up for something so important like that because I'm a strong believer. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't, I mean, I, I don't want to like I think it's awesome that she did it. I it makes me sad that like she felt like she had to do that because of the haters. Like that's so No, it's horrible. It's so messed up. You know, it's like <sighs> But that was a bonus for her. Like now she has options, she has control and she can, you know, come back not that she needs to. Uh but she can just be like, nah, you know what I mean? Like it's just, no, like it's just it, icing. It, I think that it's like so awesome that she's in the position to give herself that choice. You know, a lot of people aren't able to do that for themselves. So the fact that she, you know, took that power into her hands and did it and, you know, got something that she wanted, like good for her. And, um, I mean, I just applaud her for giving, 
giving a voice to this whole subject because clearly so many people are triggered by this. Like the comments that I still see on her thread, like it, it, during lives, during just on a regular picture of like, are you going to give Tom a kid? Leave him if you're not. I mean, like the most horrible yeah. things. It's just like, it's so ridiculous. And it just goes to show, like she said, people don't know what's going on. They don't know her. And still, you know, they're making these like horrible comments to her. So you're right. You know, she she did what she had to do to feel good about her choice. And now she has options. Yeah. And she said in her live, too, that, um, you know, just on tonight's episode, she said she probably will never even use them. But she goes, but, you know, I have a lot of friends that are same sex couples and that want children she's like they can have one of my eggs so yeah that's cool yeah might as well donate for not using what you don't need mm-hmm. so Katie sends them the invite I mean again with one day's notice how are you supposed to come up with a costume um, I remember this is what Sheena was complaining about because like A she doesn't have her body back B you gotta find a sitter and you gotta a pump ahead of time and find a costume like can they give more than one day's notice for these things um but uh so that's what's oh they're doing martinis and scotch and whiskey and i just cringed because last week i when i was wine tasting we stopped and did the whiskey tasting and i was like oof, it was rough so that that triggered me her her text and her party but yeah to each, each their own if you can do it do it but it wasn't for me yeah i wanted to like it i do like the peanut butter whiskey but basically i can just like sip it (laughs) yeah have you ever tried anything like a fireball or anything no i've never tried fireball no i I mean that would be the only thing you might have tried that's why i went there with it yeah nope i mean jaeger is like the 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 furthest i've gone did you like that I, I do like Jaeger. Oh, okay. Interesting. But um, ever since I threw up at Cook's Corner after drinking <laughs> an entire bottle one night, um, I haven't had it. So, oh. And and for lunch, I had had Olive Garden soup. So it didn't, you know, poor Cook's <laughs> Corner had to really hose that down. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well. Sorry, listeners. We Sorry about we, that. Speaking of food, we go over to La Velita in Franklin Village, where I posted pictures of this in the group months ago, mm-hmm. where Schwartz and Sandy's will be. Um, again, I, I'm confused on Katie's outfit choices. This is like a a collared shirt that's buttoned up and short sleeves. Like, I, I, I just an awkward choice, but you know. She's consistently Katie. That's what I will say. I mean, the awkward choice to me was how one side was tucked in and one was out. Like, did you see that? Like, what What was how? Is that? Like- see, that's a thing. Raquel did that at the last party um, in that striped, silky. Okay, that looked cute, though. I know. Well, it's hard not to when you can just, like, be yeah. a walking clothes yeah. hanger and things like that. Like, you have to be six feet tall to wear something like that. I, ha- I mean, here's the thing with Katie. Like, I I don't ever look to her for fashion advice, but I have to say every time she walks in in an outfit, like I do look at it because it's so like her choice. I question her choice every time. I'm just like, 
hmm and then like I have to look at it (laughs) and it's and it's never like it's never like I'm like oh sometimes it is sometimes sometimes I question (laughs) it but sometimes I'm like okay like and I just wonder like what she was thinking in her head like how did she get there it's like an artist that maybe I don't understand their painting you know it's like okay like I I don't quite the Van Gogh of fashion yes it's like mm, you know it might speak to somebody next to me but it's not working for me I don't know yeah all right so yeah, Katie walks in there, you know, and she's going to she's going to make she's ready to Tom uh Sandoval lets us know that she invited herself and uh and she walks in and you know, she has opinions. So well, apparently good ones. <laughs> yeah, so so Greg is there and it's time to, you know, he's like, "Okay, like l- let's hear what you have." So they start spouting their stuff off and um it's just a mess. It's very much like the mushroom trip that they had in the last episode. Like, it starts out pretty good where you're like, okay, like, that was pretty good. Like, he liked it. And then they keep going and going, or I should say Sandoval keeps going and going and going. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. And um, Katie's just, like, looking at them like, oh, I told you guys to not do this. Yeah. Like, their tagline first of all it's way too long of a a tagline um but it was a lot better than the mission statement like the guy said was just a word salad and it was also like it made no sense he's like bridge your best night out with your deja vu of future fantasy i'm like your deja vu of the future that's like an oxymoron yeah yes what the fuck (laughs) yeah so, I mean, I, I appreciated the tagline of vibrant, funky dive lounge with simple, fresh, playful mixology. Okay, I can get that vibe of what they're trying to go for, and it's fine. But the mission statement was just, I felt, and then the way Schwartz looked like the little beaten puppy like that just peed on the carpet. Like, I think he thought he was going to be applauded like a seventh grader creative writing like oh I won the essay in my class today like yay Tom like I think he really was like oh they're really going to be impressed with the words I know and and how creative this is and it's like it's not a it's not an assignment like you're going to get a gold star for it's a, a business yeah so yeah it's kind of cringy yeah, they they really I think they really did think that they were gonna impress him and um Instead the guy's like, What the fuck was that? Yeah. And Katie's like, Yeah, I mean you well, she kept interrupting Greg, so he looked at her and I was like, Ooh But then he's like, Well yeah, exactly what she said. Like, what's this about? What's this for? What's the point? Like he's like, You wanna take his place? You should take his place. She's and like, then when he tells them <laughs> to work on it, he's like, and Katie's going to help you. And Sandoval's just like, oh, like he's about to like combust and his head's going to like spin off and fly into the air. And like, like a steam engine punk, like steam is going to come out of neck, like the beheaded neck. And like, like yeah, like actually, hydrant. like the face he was giving, if I was Katie, I would feel very satisfied. You know what I mean? Like she, <laughs> it clearly bothered him. And she yeah. clearly won. You know, it's like she won that round. Yeah, um, he was like, it's not being your life to work day. And then, like, he gets annihilated with, like, 
<laughs> the opposite of well, and then literally actually, like katie's like standing there so told you it was useful told oh, yeah, you the, the, <laughs> she, yeah she loved the told you so and she did like the classic katie eye roll too <laughs> yeah told you <laughs> yeah it was just it was just awkward and again like it puts schwartz in like an awkward position because there's all this tension between sandoval and katie but it's kind of like he's in a hard place because sandoval does take it too far and it's really hard to rein him in and he he has already admitted that he uses katie to kind of handle him because he he really yeah. get he really gets going and I don't and it's, know. Well, maybe he's more clear-headed because, I mean, I guess we might as well talk about this now, but even though it's later on, it's the same kind of concept. That yeah. How he's disappointed himself over his communication and, like, his priorities with the business over, it sounds like, you know, maybe not giving Katie a lot of attention, but then he actually says it's family. And then if you think about it, it's like, oh, okay, Sandoval's got family money putting into this, so it's not all on him, whereas Schwartz is like, he feels the pressure to like help his family the way Brock feels the pressure not just to help his children but his parents and his siblings you know like Schwartz has admitted saying that now and he's like because his brothers aren't doing well his parents aren't necessarily doing well financially and when he said I just I'd like to be able to send them an extra you know or two or three hundred dollars a month just to keep their head afloat but he can't because he's pinching pennies a, pinching pennies and I thought oh wow like a relatable but like in the scheme of things like two to three hundred dollars like you guys spend that on mushrooms for one night like so are you being maybe that's why he's feeling guilty like which is true I can see where they would be very stretched because Katie doesn't have any side business really don't think she makes that much money from her podcast Mm -hmm. he doesn't have you know, side business because all the Tom Tom money. It remember they didn't take profit; they put it into the garden, right? They double double downed. Mm-hmm. So it does make sense that he wouldn't have a couple hundred dollars to kick back every month. But at the same time, I don't know. Okay, yeah. So at first, I I was sitting there rolling my eyes and saying, "How on earth are they making this a storyline that he stressed like?" I see how they live, like, I know what they've bought, like, they're fine, like, we can't act like, you know, he's poor or whatever, but I, as I got to thinking about it, I agree with you, and I think that, um, I think that they probably are facing challenges, I mean, most people are right now, so, and it seemed like the stress that he was, like, on his face was legit, um, yeah, yeah, he seemed clear-headed about it, and then yeah. it was weird because he seemed like likable, clear-headed, logical, and then Kate. It's like the opposite. It's like the um, what's that on Seinfeld? The, like the opposite of George or whatever. So it was like the opposite of how he usually is, and then Katie was like the opposite of herself. She was like supportive and comforting and encouraging, and she's like, "It's okay, you've got this. You're doing great." Did I'm like who? Who are you people? Where have you put Tom and Katie? <laughs> um, I didn't know what I was watching at that time. I was like, <laughs> this is like, a, I didn't realize that we had like a healthy couple on the show. Um, I <laughs> and loved, that was like a great moment of that. Yes. Right? Uh, yes. I loved um, 
I loved their combo. I loved what she said to him. I loved that he did show that vulnerability of what's going on. Like, I was just like, what, what is happening here? Like this, here we go. Like it would picked up a little bit, you know? Yeah. She was funny referencing to even the, the Lisa thing. He's like, Oh, kitty, I think I have like a, a dog fetish now. She's like a, Apparently, my husband's a furry now. She's like, I guess I've got to get into that now. Yeah, too. I, like, the whole I, I I was like staring at the TV, like, what is what what is what's happening right now? Where's Nancy? Yeah, Bring Nancy back. What is going on? This isn't Vanderpump. She's being it. She's playing a part. Yeah, she's acting. <laughs> no, it was nice. It was nice to see another side of them, and it does explain why they are still together. Because if this is like part of their marriage then oh okay yeah you know so maybe it's the editing we see of just the you know stuff when people rip on their marriage they're like why are they even still married they seem as it's like well maybe that's just a brie edit totally maybe they have a lot of moments like this and that yeah i even noticed when they came walking into the to the belmont like just them walking in together like they looked great together they yeah, I don't. I, I the whole scene was very shocking to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Chad, did you put mushrooms in my tea? Yeah, <laughs> what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so. Bizarre. All right, so we go. So while speaking of Schwartz, he goes to back to Villa Rosa to pick up that thing, that circular thing. Oh, this is hilarious! And then she surprises him by putting on a dog head and this is the famous so oh, you want to do a doggy style that we all debated about I who just, it was like this is what I don't get though so the whole film crew had to arrive for this it was on their schedule that Schwartz had to film with Lisa and the storyline is that he was going to pick up a platter but he didn't know what to call it and he should learn what to call it if he's going to be a business owner like that's the best they could come up with and what did he pick it up for? For who? Yeah, for what? For Tom Tom? For for the party? Like what? What was happening? So a business owner is running up to Villa Rosa to pick up a cupcake holder. You wouldn't just buy one across the street, or and you're a business owner. It just reminds me of like a guy I worked with. He wouldn't let the office manager buy pens. He's like, we've got enough pens, and he would tell all of us if we were out on the <sighs> road, we have to take hotel pens. Well, he went around rather than just buy you know five dollars worth. Of big pens at Staples he spent an hour going around to everyone's desk gathering all the pens so they could be redistributed equally and I'm like but he just spent like an hour of Dude. his time at his CEO salary yes that, so you spent what I've had I have worked I have worked at two job positions that have done that like invaded people's desk and went through their pens and pulled them out and re- and redistributed and I l- literally thought you got to be kidding me but it happened at two separate jobs and literally the person was praised for saving money and like I'm like I I don't I don't understand <laughs> well, like this this guy makes like 400 grand a year so it's like that hour you just spent doing that yourself you could have bought a million pens it's just <laughs> It's just ridiculous, and it just makes like yeah. it makes everyone feel stu- like it's like really like that's right. that's what we're gonna pick at right now. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's what it reminded me of. Um, so yeah, they didn't really. Well, he kind of confides in her again. This is with the Chardonnay scene, and I don't know anything else really happened there. No, 
I, I mean, I again, I like that he opened up and we kind of got the story before he talked to Katie, and it was it's just interesting. And I, I like that he said, you know, like one of those things you get at like TGI Fridays. I'm assuming like some kind of like seafood tower or like appetizer platter. She's like, darling, nothing in my house would be from TJI Fridays. That was hilarious. It's like, okay, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so should we go Sheena, to the party? Sheena and Lala. What's important? Working it out. Okay. Yeah. Like. Sheena and Charlie are talking and how like Sheena's like oh I was gonna try and sort it out with Lala but then I realized that like what's the point I'm like yes stop carrying Sheena stop doing this you've done it a hundred times with her you keep doing the same thing so I really like Charlie in that scene because she's like dude are you gonna be my friend or not are you gonna like go back with Lala and then you're gonna probably talk about me and you know like I thought she had really good points and Brock was also like the the favorite of mine because he's kind of rolled his eyes and he's like again they're going to apologize yet again like he's already seen this go around with Lala and he doesn't even have the history of the show behind him he's just seen it in the last year yeah um yeah I was super surprised first at Charlie for standing up for herself basically and kind of calling Sheena out and saying you know, this is making me nervous how there's like this back and forth thing going, you know, um, she's just not sure who she can trust. She doesn't want to be, you know, stuck on the outside again. And yeah, I thought it was a really yeah. interesting moment. And I liked that Brock kind of noticed it too. It is definitely a thing that goes on with Lala and Sheena. And I, I feel like us as the viewers were sick of it. And to hear those two call it out, being the new ones, like, it was very satisfying, you know? Yeah. Yep. And, and you know, Sheena said she gets it, so hopefully she does. Um, so, so, the party. The party. And then, I guess, Lala confronts Sheena, works it out with her, and then she does it to Brock, which didn't go quite the same way. Yeah. I also noticed, you know, like, when Sheena and Lala, they... They have, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's move forward. But, and then, like, I love you. I love you too. Like, what it was with all these people saying, I love you? Like, you're just enemies. Like, can we just not negate that term? Like, and just throw it out there with, like, I love you too. Like, you were enemies yesterday and last week and two weeks ago. That's why, um, ugh. Like, I, I feel like I, I'm dealing with this in my friend group, too. It's like one person is super mad at one person. And so, like, you kind of have to choose whose side you're on. I know you shouldn't do that, but you kind of, like, pick a side. But then when that person goes back on and, like, everything that you were so mad about with them and for them and they abandon it, it makes you feel stupid because it's like, dude... I just listened yeah. to you bitch for like three weeks. I had your back. I didn't invite this girl to my party because totally. that's what, because you didn't want them around. And now you're hugging them and saying, I love you. Like, and, and now I'm on the outs because I like think of Charlie, yeah. for instance, like Charlie is now like bitter. Yeah. Charlie is really had 
you know, like Lala, she could have got along with Lala, but she had Sheena's back. And so now she's left, you know, just standing there and not on good terms with Lala because she backed up Sheena. So it's, it's tricky. Yeah. And then she even has to answer to Lala. She's like, so I understand it was your party and you didn't invite me. I mean, that's cool. So it's like, yeah, now she looks petty or catty because she didn't invite Lala, but she didn't invite Lala to, because of her friendship with Sheena. Yes. Yeah. Which is, yeah, which, like, I, I I liked the way that Charlie handled it, and I also liked the way she talked to Lala. I thought she still say like, she was still nice. Like, I don't think that Lala could get away with saying that, like, Charlie has been a bitch to her, because I feel like Charlie has treated her pretty fairly. She's treating her how she, you know what I mean? Like, she's responding to how Lala is treating her. So... Yeah. I, I'm interested to see what happens in the future with, with that relationship. So the other thing that bothered me that Lala said when she was like explaining herself to Sheena, she's like, I mean, Sheena, you've, you have a history. You have brought the shittiest dudes around. And I was like, that's kind of a stretch, don't you think? Because would you really think of like, you may not like Rob. He may be cheesy or but whatever. But I wouldn't call him the shittiest dude. I wouldn't call Adam the shittiest dude. I wouldn't call Shay the shittiest. Like, who was so horrible? Like, and when I'm thinking about Lala's man and all the accusations out there about him, both from, you know, the blackballing and the, the not paying people and the Writers Guild and the um, uh, Me Too type accusations. Like, I don't. I've never heard those type of ac- accusations against Rob or Adam or Shay or even freaking gross Robbie from The Bachelor. Like, I don't like that dude or any of our other Bachelor dudes. But, like, you know, Rand's got a lot more shit on him. So who's really the shitty dude? Like, we cannot like Sheena's dudes, and she has poor taste. But I thought that was a little extreme. You know what I thought was weird, though, is she didn't really respond to that. Um, I- yeah. And I I almost took that as Lala wasn't meaning that to, like, slam on Sheena. Sheena may have actually liked that, that she said that. Because, you know, like, I've heard her make comments about Rob and stuff. And, I mean, I don't... She's talking to Rob now. She talks to Shay. So, again, I would feel like Charlie, like, if I was these guys, it's like, oh, you're texting me. We're on good terms. Oh, you're asking me if I'm going to be at this music festival this weekend. But then behind my back you're going along with someone saying I'm such a shitty dude like it's just kind of like you can't have it both ways like right just you know I'm not saying she should she needed to defend them and she could have just totally remained silent but yeah she does kind of flip-flop on that a lot so I mean I mean listen to the podcast when she was just like we don't speak his name but then two months later well, no, I was just texting with Rob, and it's like, it's kind of like a friendship. It's Exa- like, which is it? Well, I feel like, yeah, I feel like some of her friends have kind of been like, oh, we don't really talk about that because of Sheena, but then she brings it up, like you said. Like, it's just, yeah, it's a little wish-washy, and I don't quite yeah. get it. But, I mean, that's, I feel like that's Sheena, too. Like, there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just how yeah. she is. But yeah, so, that's how Lala is, though. She always gets those little digs in where, like, you, like, flinch when she says something because you're like, wait, what? And you, But then you don't want to go back to it because she already said something else, and it's just, yeah. like, a mess. 
So that's why it was refreshing when Lala then went to confront Brock. And I appreciated that she let the guys stay, but was very clear. She didn't want them weighing in, which I think was very fair. And Mm -hmm. I really appreciated Brock shutting Tom down when Tom did try to pipe in, as he does. Um, That was good because that was respecting Lala and standing up for her as well as himself. Mm -hmm. And he handled it like a man, but I thought that was nice. Um, I liked when he was like, well, Lala, you just have a way of like being condescending. And James was like nodding his head up and down to that comment. That was interesting. Um. Uh, yeah, I also felt like he was kind of mirroring some of the terms that she says and, like, using them against her, and she didn't quite know what to do with that when he's like, I'm not looking to have you come, like, pop off at me. Like, she didn't know how to respond to that. She was like, what? Have you ever popped off? Yeah. Yeah. Or um, It was great when she's like, well, it's just me. I'm like a fine wine, and, like, some people like it, and some people like boxed wine. I'm like, no, honey, you're the boxed wine, but he doesn't even go there. He's like, I'm drinking whiskey. I mean, <laughs> just shuts her down. That was pretty impressive. Again, from a rookie reality star, he's coming in hot. Yeah. I've got to say that this scene really had me shocked. I thought that this whole party was freaking boring. Even the the interaction between Sheena and Lala, which is supposed to be like so like entertaining. Yeah. It was this was entertaining. This was real. This was raw, and his response was, "I mean, shoot, dude, I was impressed." Yeah, a scotch drink of that. What? That's what it was. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I think Lala did a lot of mature things this episode um, that we've been longing for, and I appreciated that she kept her cool for the most part, both here and then at the last scene at the Belmont. Um, but you know. Because I'm just, I'm not, just because we enjoyed Brock doesn't mean like we think Lala's wrong and he's fine, even though, you know, he's got this shady history. Like, if anyone's the shittiest dude, he he would be considered the shittiest dude out of probably Sheena's guys um, based on what they've done in their past, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I just wanted to like point out like, like he's adding to the show and hopefully this means it helps him continue to make amends and a better future for his existing families plural yeah and then i mean getting into it to like layer like one more onion layer deep i i'm kind of surprised the way that he came at lala like he came in pretty hot and pretty like you know but towards the end of the episode he apologizes and um i think it was a pretty good interaction overall and yes um coming off of some boring episodes this this surprised me I, I, I was not expecting this from him and I was entertained yep so I think the next thing we need to do Holly um, is try to get ourselves wiki feet profiles ratings oh my gosh I I saw someone on I think she was on 90 Day Fiance and they were like where are you now what are you doing and she has spent the pandemic making a shit ton of money just selling pictures of her feet. No nudity, nothing. Well, I mean, her feet are naked. And, like, her feet in jello, her feet in whipped cream. And I'm like, that, I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Can do that. Like, well, I think we need to look into this. But even, even um, 
not selling foot pictures, I kind of want a rating because it's kind of like having an Uber. Like, Michaela and I were just looking at our Uber and Lyft uh, ratings, and I have uh, like 4.98 on Uber, and I have a 5 on Lyft. Uh-huh. And she was very impressed with that. And I kind of want to get like a really good WikiFeet rating now at this point. I just feel like it's something I want to do. I mean, I think you should pursue that for sure. Because I have nice arches. My toes are all like, you know, like a line down at an angle. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think it's something I'm interested in. I mean, <laughs> M- Marty is like the original foot person in my life. No, he's on there. <laughs> I'm and sure he's on. I'm sure, yes, he is like very... He probably much- created it. <laughs> yeah. He's probably commented on everybody. <laughs> um oh my gosh that's so funny but yeah i again i charlie says some funny stuff you know she like knows how to lighten the mood when like something's like a little intense and she brings these up these funny things and this was a hilarious scene wiki feet yeah so then brock squashes it with lala and they both handled it very well it was hard for me to pay attention because I was still scarred from that previous just like glance at Jesse Montana's hair again it just is so disturbing to me every time on how he can he's like Stan on Love After Lockup like it's worse than a comb over it's like it's like a bad Sandoval comb over trying to I just I can't handle it it's it's I will take Katie's outfits over Jesse Montana's hair I don't know what's going on there something's wrong so I I I just can't even discuss it without freaking myself out that's yeah it doesn't trigger me (laughs) as much as you I don't but but I get what you're saying I also think because like he's like his face is like so um like friendly and kind that yeah the hair throws it off a little bit yeah, I hate bringing it up because he's a very nice guy. Um, it's just, I don't understand, and maybe it's not meant for me to understand, and I'm just in a different, we're just living in um, different worlds, and that's fine. That's what makes the world go round. That's right. Uh, so, I guess there's a place for Katie's outfits, there's a place for Jesse and his hair. Um, Jeremy's got some new hair that you were triggered by that... <laughs> So you don't get my Jesse thing. I didn't necessarily get your Jeremy reference. So because you, you guys, I well, I won't say why, but you just said I can't, I can't with his hair. So then I had to go look at his hair, and I was like, well, it's just like kind of bleached out, like trying to get that surfer look, which is tracks. But like you, you were pretty bothered by it. Well, it was <laughs> it was straightened and blow dried, and I don't know. It was oh. um. It, I'm sure you saw it better than I did. Yeah, and maybe like we need to see the hairs in person. You know, like maybe we'll we'll weigh in on January 15th if we don't go before then. But uh, we'll do a full hair review. Um, well, he's working in Dana Point, so I think we should go to his uh, uh, craft place in Dana Point. All right. Yeah. And see it there. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. So I guess we're even on those then. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so yeah, kind of ends uh, with Lala and Sandoval. I was confused. They were just telling each other to, "You need to grow. No, you need to grow. No, you need to grow." 
And she's like, what this is, is called retaliation. And he's like, exactly. We're the retaliatorians or whatever. And she was confused because I think she thought she was being retaliated against. Yeah. But then he thought she was admitting to retaliating. I don't know. The whole thing was confusing. I definitely feel like she is carrying a pitchfork uh, for Stassi and Kristen and and Jax, everybody who is not on the show, kind of continuing the hate of the Sandoval, you know, hate Sandoval club. Um, Not saying that she doesn't have reason to, but it just feels like it's not her battle, but she's going to fight it. You know what I mean? Well, and they kind of edited it that way, too, because when Sandoval said... She was like, it's not me. And he's like, it is you. And then they did a montage of her, like, doing the Stasi finger pointing and yelling at someone, like, while she's pointing her finger at them. And I was like, oh, this is like a Stasi montage, but now it's Lala. Yeah. You know, all the different people she's been yelling at and pointing her finger yes, at. Yes, like, exactly. Yes, they yes. are trying to create yep. the new Stasi. Mm-hmm. But you just can't. There's, people are one of a kind for a reason. So. Don't stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah, totally. There can only be one Heather. There can only be one Regina George. When you try to replace them, it doesn't work. It doesn't so Lala, work. you should just be Lala. You know. Totally. So, so yeah, yeah, next week you've got another themed party, um, but it looks good. So another okay. one that doesn't make sense, like. Mad Max. No. I mean, I know that's a theme, but it's like not, no one dressed like that. And it you, it just looked like Sandoval's birthday party from a couple of years ago. You're like, oh, okay, so I'm like, and wacky, I, I just, yeah, and then like, I, I guess the other thing that's like that they keep pushing is like that they're having like such a blast with just their little core group. It's like, okay, guys, stand on the edge of the pool and dive, 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 dive. You know, it's like, it, yeah. It's like it's like let's make a pyramid. Let's okay, everybody. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just like yeah, they're staging seeds. Yes, again. yes. Thank you. So, yeah, when they do that, it's just not funny and natural. Like you can do a little bit sprinkled here and there, but it's like it's like every episode. There's just too many costume parties, too many staged moments, and these little skits they like to do or little um, vignettes. You know. Yeah. It's just too much. They're kind of making it into like a different kind of show. It's not even a reality show. It's not a comedy. It's not a drama. It's like a kind of farce, like a spoof. They're making yeah. a spoofy show. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. This episode, I, I didn't walk away going like, oh, like last episode was really rough for me. This one was a little bit better. Yeah. And, um, I just want to say, you guys, thank you so much for listening to us, you know, and sticking with us through this show. We still love it. You guys love it. I know times are tough out there right now. So let's have fun with the show and join our Facebook group if you need to, like, you know, a little bit of comedy relief. There's always something going on in there. Today, there was, like, an awesome conversation about, you know, canceling people, um, there's just like there's such fun stuff in our group if you need a little bit of escape and that's what this show is it's awesome it's funny we've been there since day one and it's good old clean fun i don't know about clean but yeah <laughs> it's, it is fun even on the bad episodes yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 
Yeah. Then we could just make fun of the bad episodes because they're bad. Tonight was so much better. I wouldn't go so far as what Ariana was saying on her live that it was like one of the best episodes ever and so much happened. I'm like, I wouldn't go that far, but And yeah, I wouldn't go need- as far as saying it was great editing. Um yeah. no. So, um but it was good. It was good. I mean, I feel like if you know, you know, this it, it it's it's okay. <laughs> it's so, fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back next week and hit us up, Vanderpump Rules Party, on Instagram. Our email, Vanderpump Rules Party at Gmail, if you want to ask us anything. And thank you guys so much for so many people who have been giving us five star reviews and um, just awesome reviews on iTunes. You guys, that helps us so much. That's a free way for you to help us um, to stay up on the charts and do what we do to bring this to you guys for free. That is so helpful. So thank you. We see that. Yeah, absolutely. So appreciated. Yes. All right. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.